This episode is brought to you by Kensington's newest title by Rebecca Zanetti, Unforgiven. Gemma Falls never expected to use her game theory expertise to outrun a killer. But for years, that skill is all that kept her one step ahead of a deadly stalker. When Gemma gets the chance to teach at D.C. University, she hopes she and her young daughter have finally found a safe harbor. The only flaw is the arrogant philosophy professor, who's always underfoot giving unwanted advice, in his sexy British accent. Jethro Hansen has blood on his hands. He's working within ivy-covered university halls now, but he knows that his work with the deep ops team and the deadly acts he once committed for the sake of queen and country place him beyond forgiveness until he meets Gemma. Soon, the passion between them stuns them both. But when Jethro discovers a threat is fast overtaking her, he must choose between the redemption he seeks and releasing the ever-present killer inside. You can find Unforgiven by Rebecca Zanetti wherever books are sold. Find more at kensingtonbooks.com. Did you know that Kinda Dating Now has merch? Yep, we collaborated with tpublic.com to create t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, iPhone cases, and so much more. Picking up one of our items is a great way to support the show and grab some swag for yourself. So swing over to tpublic.com or follow the link in the description of this episode to grab yours today. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is platonic life partners. What the fuck are they? Let's find out. Hey, hey, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kind of Dating. Hey, guys, please remember to tell your friends and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get it. Also, leave us a five-star rating or review wherever you get this podcast and follow us on social media. We're at Kinda Dating across the board. Um, I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok. All right, guys, we have our friend back. Um, she is a- an amazing actress, a dancer, a producer. You have seen her work um, in acting. Uh, she was in Long, Slow, Exhale and Little Voice. Welcome, Shalini Bathina. Hi. Welcome back. Long time no see. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the last one, we already asked you single in a relationship. You said... You said you've been married for a minute. A minute. And a minute by mean forever. Feels like forever. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember what life was like no, before. No, I it. don't. I really don't. No. So this is I an interesting date. topic because you have a long-term life partner. Mm-hmm. Um and and it and it's a a relationship so it's like sexual, obviously. It's a it's a actual like monogamous whatever regular heterosexual relationship I don't know what the fuck you call this but (laughs) um but today we're going to talk about something super interesting Mm -hmm. which is a long-term platonic relationship so have you heard of this before versions of it I think like do you know what I'm talking about a little bit like you see your life partner but it's just a platonic relationship yeah you love it I kind of love that yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know if it exists, but I kind of love it. <laughs> so so there was this BuzzFeed article, right? That kind of kickstarted a lot of this. Um, uh, 
it wasn't the BuzzFeed article. It was a TikTok video that went viral about mm. two friends who have been uh, best friends since they were preteens. Um, they've been in each other's lives for 11 years. Um, and they call each other their soulmates. And they're, mm. they were apart during COVID um, and then realized like they were talking every single day and they need each other and they wanted to make plans for the future. And one moved countries to move in with her best friend. And it is a platonic life relationship and they plan on buying a house together they plan on starting a retirement fund together and they plan on adopting a child together and raising it together which i don't know if that part is even possible but that's something that they want um outside of this specific thing have you ever heard of this i've heard versions of this but i think i have but never dwelled on it i feel like it was one story that i've heard of or like a group of girlfriends did that or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hearing a lot more about like a bunch of my friends are starting to do things where friends are pooling in yes. to buy property together or buy a house together. Um, right. Yeah. So that everybody sort of has a piece of a pie because yeah. I think you and I have grown up in a generation where we've just gotten the shit end of a stick. Absolutely. Um, and like, how does anybody afford anything? Anything anymore. Nowadays, unless you want to like live in the boonies. Um, <laughs> and so like I've had friends buy a, a building yeah. together and just like Amazing. take, you know, have some shares in that and that and have that grow. Um, are you sort of hearing about stuff like this? Yeah, that I have heard. Like I always wanted a communal baby. <laughs> like this would be nice. Can we just raise one child all together? I mean, it does take a village. That's what it they used to do village. back in the day. Yeah. So I just want a little bit of the, you know, the the, the credit and the benefit of it. <laughs> you just want to carry it, and you're like, it. I want to. I'll change diapers and I'll do all the things, but you know, if I want a night out, I want a night out, and then you, you know, like it's nice. I think there's a world where I don't have to rely on like my mom. You know, the poor thing, like she's gonna get old, so it's like nice to have our generation helping each other with that but I think for sure I, I've seen it I've seen the apartment stuff we're even talking like why don't we like have friends to buy a place because it's impossible to own property especially in LA mm -hmm. so yeah I've heard of that I'm very curious to see the actual like relationship like if it's a boy and a girl man and a woman situation I I think it just depends on the person right like it depends on the people I think this is this is two female <laughs> friends Oh, yeah. This is two I'm female friends who are like besties who decided, you know what? This is like my soulmate. I trust this person more than anything. I want to make uh, future plans. And I think what's so uh, interesting and of the moment of this is what we're talking about, right? Is like, it's getting impossible it feels like to progress in life financially with all the things working against us and now add a potential recession, a second recession in our lifetime, inflation. It just feels so almost insurmountable right now. And, um, and this is, this is a conversation I've had with my mom where my mom has been like, why aren't you going to have a kid? When are you going to have a kid? And I've said, like, I love the idea of it, but let's be completely honest. Like, 
neither of us have family in the country. And and it takes a village. And you need and exactly what you said. What if you need a night off in the in the evening and you can't take it? What if I have a stand-up show? What if he has yeah. a show to go to? And like, yeah, you have each other, but but then that gets so burdensome. Yeah. And there's just nothing you can do. And and what I'm loving about some of this, and even though in this scenario it's still two people, yeah. Um what some of our friends are doing, which is like pooling together. I think people are just realizing you can't do it alone. Yeah. And maybe COVID helped with that. Yeah. Like really made people realize we can't, and we don't want to probably do it alone. I think it's really what it's, it's want to. I, I, it's like, we're just trying to break certain structures that have been in place for generations, including like, if for us South Asian generation, like straight up from India, bringing it over here. I think that's like, I feel like sometimes the reason our parents moved here was to give us everything. And then they give us everything, but only for your twenties. <laughs> then oh from 39, gosh, yeah. you got to do what we did. Like, I don't really want to do what you did. And I feel, I always feel like guilted into thinking like, we didn't have that. And you, you guys are like, lazy or you guys like we did it we had three kids and had a career like did you really have your career and then the three kids raised properly not really like I if I want to raise a kid I want to raise it like well and (laughs) we weren't raised well but I think there's a level let me ask you this did your parents have any like siblings anybody here any cousin anything when we were here in LA so okay yeah actually so that you're right I um I was born in Chicago and then my brother was there, but my mom's sister also was like living with them. And so they had help there. That is the key. A lot of the work. Yeah. Cause and that's then, what I tell my mom all the time. She's always like, Oh, well we did it. And I said, you, you had hired help. a nanny. Yeah. And then we went to India and we had a nanny and her grandmother and we had a ton of people to help us there. You know, like the driver and the cook and everything when we lived in India for five years. And it's like back and forth. And then even when we were in the Bay Area, we had a ton of family friends. I'd go over to the family friends. If my mom is like not able to pick me up from work, you know, like from school. So I think there is always this level of help. And then I think like they put this idea of like, well, you have to sacrifice some things. You have to like traditional values of like, you need to have a kid in your 30s or like 20s. So you're not old when the kid goes to college. Like I get the reasoning behind it, but I don't really necessarily think it's, I, I don't appreciate, I, I want to break out of it. This is like partly what we talked about, even with being in a relationship for so long or whatever it is, a marriage, what does a marriage mean to you compared to what it means to society or your family or your friends? A lot of people, I feel like even in our generation are kind of old fashioned. Like they believe in these structures and they're striving for these structures where in actuality, I was like, is anyone not questioning this at all? Like just a little bit, like, maybe this isn't for you. Like it could be, I don't, I think it works for a lot of people, but not necessarily for everyone. Like we're definitely questioning it right now, but are afraid to make that change because one, people don't understand it. We get a lot of pressure. We get a lot of already we're being (laughs) judged for our own like life choices in some way. So I think. And I'm always like, listen, bitch, until you are paying my credit card, you don't get to fucking say shit. Like I don't need any auntie or anybody giving me side eye. I'm like, oh, you want to, you care so much. Here's my $6,000 credit card bill. Go play, pay that. 
Oh, then I'll go have a baby. And then I will t- <laughs> gladly follow your advice. What do you want me to do? I'll do it. Exactly. You then fucking own me. But until then, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Which is why I think the fucking two people, I've like, I've told my friends, like there's a couple girls with one particular woman. I was like, we'd be great to live together. Like she came over to LA and lived with me for one month. Like she was supposed to stay for like five days and then it stretched to a month. And it was the best month of my life, like with a roommate or a person or a husband, the best month. We had the best time. We like understood each other, like in our physical space, like we wanted the same things and we talked like a lot, but then we separated ourselves and had our alone time. Like it was like already a relation, like a marriage that I've like the marriage that I was looking for that did required a zero work. It just happened. And I, and then similar then, like, she's like, I was like, oh, she's my real wife. And I'm like, Ankit is like, okay, Sherry, I told you. <laughs> and some, um, You're like, okay, you're being after. dramatic now. Yeah. <laughs> but that is what, that, that is part of this benefit, right? Is like, I kind of get what's happening, which is, um, again, we need a community and we're realizing life is really hard. And then add on top of it that so many people, you know, 51% of adult singles and uh, adults in America are single. And so that's 50% of the population. And people already find dating to be this taxing process. Some people don't even have the money for it. And then, so it, it feels like, well, what are you going to do then? Just never have a life? So instead, I think people are finding like-minded friends who are like, hey, I know I'm going to need somebody in my 70s. I, I would love it to be you because like we're in it together and, you know, you're going to be in each other's lives anyways. Like yeah. I have my best friends, one since I was seven and my other since I was 16. So they're and all that group they're my family like i've even thought about it of like hey tash what if tomorrow i i do this doomsday kind of spiral oh, like i i was like i know where you're going i go to the like worst case scenario for oh. everything in life yep. so i go like what if i lost everything <laughs> everything what if i were homeless? yeah and then i'm like oh but my friends would pay for a ticket i could come back home forgetting i even have family yeah Right. Like I have family that I could, but then I was like, okay, what if, like, what if my family kicked me out? Like mm-hmm. I have some trauma of like my, you know, my parents and I didn't have the get- greatest relationship in my like teens. And mm-hmm. so they kind of like cut me off and I came to America on my own and, you oh. know, I didn't have money and do any of that. So like, I still have trauma from that. Like, yeah. even though it's not the situation now, Holy I'm chain. like, what if tomorrow <laughs> They want nothing to do with me and I got nothing and I'm homeless. Like what would happen? And then I'm always like, all oh, right, but I have friends and I know okay. that they would literally take me in and put me in their apartment or house. Literally, literally. And yeah. like, and so I'm just like, okay. And that's what I think people are realizing that they need. Yeah. is like a companion or companions. Yeah. And the older you get, the more paranoid that gets if you don't have that. Yeah. Like the scarier, the scarier, the scarier. I know people who don't have a lot of friends and are now cutting people off in their life because they realize their family has their own family or they're not going to take them in. Or there's this anxiety of like not having that person or people 
in your life that would drop everything to take care of you. And that is like, I'm that's like, it's, it's, I think that's why it's best to like, it's not healthy to just rely on like a partner or like a boyfriend or something. I think contingency plans always got to have a contingency, contingency plan. plan plan B C yeah. D but that's I totally agree with the sing, it's single people I think it's just so much hard well it, in the idea that dating has changed it's not about accommodating and like picking some random person or getting an like a version of an arranged marriage people are way more less likely to um compromise what they want in their life and what they want in a partner so yeah, I think the next step would be like a, a nice platonic best friend family system, like a unit. There's so many weird structures and families, divorced families being together, families remarrying and some, I, why is this not like a accepted thing? You're bringing a stranger in. At least I'm bringing someone I know. Like, And you've probably known like if they're your best friend for a long time and like you already have a level of you know respect and understanding mm-hmm. and yeah. love. Yeah. And, and like kind of intimacy, right? Like, especially Absolutely. with like a best friend, you can tell them and you've told them deep, dark things, but there's no sexual aspect to it, which is the best. Amazing. Because especially Wait, just, as women, right? Like yeah. that's an ad, like you can't Always just it. settle down with anybody because somebody yeah. might want to fuck you all the time. Yeah. And, you know, like this is like the best case scenario. Yeah. My question is if someone, like if an, a partner gets involved like a hut like does that come into factor are we making this decision to not date ever are we only making but like you can't kind of like what if you fall in love like some that shit like that can happen probably will happen because you're not looking for it at that point i don't i don't know like i then that has to that that's probably another contract thing that they had to talk about and be like how do we bring that person in and how does that affect And that is the hard thing of this thing. Like um, when I was reading the article, uh, uh, some of the comments in the person's um, viral, you know, TikTok was so so many people being like, oh, my God, I love this idea. I'm going to do this. And then another end of people going like, what if you meet somebody and you get married tomorrow? Like, what are you going to do? And I see both points of view. The the truth is. Life can evolve either way, right? You can be in a relationship and be married and then that ends and what happens? Um, It is kind of like taking the same risk, but I think like if people communicated it before, in this situation, they were saying it's making them better daters because they feel less pressure for this, this dating go, like, it has to be perfect because yeah. my life will be miserable without it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. feel like they're covered. Yeah. And now they, but they're so, they're still dating. Yeah. Which, Which is, is interesting. Great. Which is, it. that is, I think like, so we've now normalized something of like getting married and divorce is normal. And then like figuring it out afterwards with the child and co-parenting, da, 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 da. this has become like such a normal thing. This is just, could be a normal thing. Like you start with the platonic thing and then, Maybe something happens, they get involved, co-parenting there, whatever that means to you. And that, again, you started with this unit. So that has to be a decision you make together. So I think there is a complete, like, of course, like life happens and shit will happen. So you just have to adjust according to what plan you started off with. That makes complete sense to me. 
Because you know how we were we were saying like our parents are being like, oh, kids and all that shit. And it's like everybody's justification of like, why should you have a kid? Well, who's going to take care of you when you're old? Is like always the thing that <laughs> comes up. Point. That is always the thing. And it's also like, listen, I can tell you a bunch of dickhead kids who don't take care of their parents and yeah, put right. them in homes yeah. and it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But what I am realizing is, um, I don't know if this is the same with your parents, but my parents, you know, came as immigrants to Canada and we didn't have any family or anybody over there. And so they came from that old system where you only trusted friends enough, not yeah, yeah, yeah. not too much, you know. Yeah. And so I think they just sort of continued with their lives. Sure. And now in their 70s, they're feeling, oh, my God, I want my friends. Yeah, I want those people. This was the chosen family that I didn't even realize. And so now when they go back to India, because my parents spend like six months in in India every year, they're just like hanging with their friends, reconnecting, their families are all like hanging out. And you just realize like, maybe that is going to be our new normal one day, you know, for us that maybe your best friend can be married. But if something happens down the line, like you all come together. Yeah. For that. I I think that's, that is what's going to happen. I see it happening in our parents' generation. I feel like it's going to be way more seamless in our generation to understand that. Like we all, I always had like this really kind of cute dream of my sister, my cousin and his sister and me, like all of us like living in houses next to each other. Cause they're like my closest humans. I was like, wouldn't that be cute? Like just <laughs> like how that would be none of us can afford a house. They're like following like weird, weird careers. So I was like, okay, that might be a far-fetched dream, but maybe one day, like, it's just, I like this idea of like, we take care of each other when our families or parents are gone or, you know, and our children are like living their life. I think there was a part of it. That's also for me. I'm like, I think my parents are very good about it. Um, where they let our, let the three of us, I have have two siblings. So let the three of us have our own lives Mm -hmm. and not feel like we have to constantly be in theirs or that we have to take care of them because they also mm-hmm. similarly they go to India now. My mom's going to India like six months out of the year now. Has fully set a life. Oh, same, for yeah, her. yeah. Literally, like fully set a life there for her. I like she it. has her people who can take care of her. Her her family's there. Her work is there. So she's like, I'm gonna go and just that's my that's her retirement plan. And I'm like, great. Then I don't have to freak out thinking that like she's lonely or she needs to see me or us or like or we need to take her in and. I think she's like great contingency plans where like if my kids are doing their life and I don't, and she's also very independent. So she'll just be like mm-hmm. miserable if she was living with us. Oh yeah. So I was like, you have your own life, do your own life. I know it'll be harder later, but you'll have people to take care of. You can boss people around. Like, I think she'd want that. Yeah. Like, bossing me around. Cause I'm a letter. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I can see this, right. I can see this. I don't know. Sometimes I do question. I go, I wonder if we will revert back to what, what we are used to, which is what our parents have done, which is isolate ourselves and go like, hey, yeah, now right now I'm talking about being growing old with my friends. But once I get of my own family, they don't matter. Um, only my family matters. And and then later sort of regretting it, which is what I think the trajectory has been for most people. Or are we going to really be like? fuck, most of us are 
either transplants. It's a, such a global world now. Everybody's living everywhere, which I think is a big difference of what was in our parents' time to now is so many people are finding new families. And and I'm curious how that's going to evolve. Like, are we just going to have communal nursing homes, you know, or not even nursing homes, but like retirement house, retirement like home. yeah. a house with just five like golden girls. Yes. And a few nurses here and there to like, yeah, close with shit like that. That you pay that, that, you know, you as like five friends pay for and you yeah. got this nurse taking care of you. It's I like the perfect. golden girls idea. That's great. It yeah. is right. That's, That's kind of what, what it is. Yeah. Golden Girls were doing it and they made it look amazing. And they made a fucking show about it. Like, that's yeah. brilliant. And they were still fucking and in relationships. And in relationships and, and having, yeah. They were like drinking and yeah, they were doing the thing. I, the only thing like sometimes that like, so I would, I think I, I have this idea of like, I will be like near my friends and like, we will do it. I think partly because again, I've been in a long-term relationship. And for me, I was like, well, this is fun and all, but I don't want to just be us two. I'm bored already. Like I need more people in my life. And I see friends who are like, I just want to find the person so I can do that with them. So I'm always like, you're not going to do this with me. You're not going to do the retirement home with me. <laughs> I thought we had a plan. And then like some of them are like, one of my best friends, the one I was talking about, she's now married and they're, they're going to have a kid in two months. And she's like, her timeline has sped up because she's older than me. And she's like, I think we may move to India and like, be with our, my parents. Like she's very close to her parents. I was like, no, our plan was for you to move to like Southern California and us having like a unit, but I get it. It's expensive. And it's like money always comes into that play and into play for that. But I, I, I do see like her traditional mindset of like, I want to be near my parents. I want my kids to be around my parents. That was a big one. Yeah. Um, and then and once you do that, then it's really hard to be around your friends. And it's funny though, right? That we make these plans of mm-hmm. like what's going to happen in our seventies, and we don't know what's going to happen like a year from Inter- now. You know, yeah. like everything like- I feel now changes so quickly. Like yeah. before I met my boyfriend, I truly was like, I'm going to be alone, and I'm good, and I've I was like very content with it. I just was like, oh no, uh, I'm going to grow old alone, and and I was so comfortable being alone. You're okay with that? That yeah. I was like completely fine. I was like, cool. And now, how quickly life changes, where you meet yeah. somebody, and now you're making all these plans. And we yeah. talk about like he's from Spain, so uh, we're like, oh well, if we were to retire, probably mm. eventually go back to either Spain or India because. I'm like, listen, man, we get we get like a guy who comes drops coconut water every day in yeah. the morning. We have somebody who like Fresh cleans food. the house. Yeah. <laughs> like they milk to your door. We don't have to do shit. Yeah. Um, and then and then there's Spain, which is like gorgeous and beautiful, and amazing. And, yeah. You know. And so we were like, yeah, it'll probably be like you know one of those two or or back and forth or yeah. whatever. Close enough. But again, like you can make all the plans and you have no idea how life will go. Mm -hmm. I think what you said earlier was funny because it's like, oh, you found a friend that you felt you could do that with. I think that is the key to this is like because I have a, a friend who sort of used to be a friend. Oh, my gosh. She used to be a friend. Me and her were very close. But she and I we just don't have personalities that mesh. Ah, that mesh. I am super laid back and quiet and like, I don't, and she's like 
controlling yeah. and needs everything and whatever. And she was always like, you and I are going to buy a house together and live oh, together. Wow. And I would be like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, sure, I'm going to go over here. Like, I would never in my life live with her. And I have best friends. Like, one of my best friends is like my soul sister. Yeah. I could still never live with her. There's only a specific type of personality that that I could live with that wouldn't bug the shit out of me that I trust with finances also, because that's a big big thing. Right. Um, It's I still think it's the equivalent of trying to find a A husband. Yes. Yes. Because you still got to think about, like, are we going to blow our money? (laughs) You know, like, are we even going to make money? Yeah. Like, how how are you going to pay the rent? Like, are we both stable? Is one stable? Like, what happens? Like, what is the situation? Yeah. Uh, there's also, like, it, because it is, it's still a platonic relationship, not platonic. It's still a relationship. You're still, like, creating a life. You're creating a family unit together. And that is not the same thing as a friendship or living in separate houses next to each other. It is, it's still work. And it's still a relationship just without the sex, which might get a little weird. Yeah. And I think it's so great that like these people have found it. And I still think it's a really great idea. Um, I think if I, I do believe if it's not like two people who end up like living together, I do believe in our generation, we're going to come to a point where our friends are going to be like, we're going to be caretakers for each other is just what I believe. I just don't see a reality where all of us are going to be rich enough to fucking survive. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to be bleak about it, but like, or, I or even ha- rely on our kids because I don't think that's not where the, it feels like it's going. I feel like everyone's getting a lot. They're finding their independence and realizing like family structures or these like antiquated ideas are not for them anymore. And I think that's, what, that's, what's going to happen. We are going to adapt into going, okay, fam- friends are, we're going to take care of each other. And, different structures are become, become normal and we're going to figure it out. I still, I do believe that a diff, I know it's like people always say like traditionally the reason marriage between a man and not a man, but like a, like a sexual relationship will, mm. I see why that works in terms of procreation, but I don't actually, but that's all out of the window now with adoption in vitro, whatever it is, like you yeah. don't, it's, we've changed the game. So I think the rules can also and not everybody wants that, right? No. Like, I mean, I am still so undecided yeah. uh, about it. I was like a hard no. Were you? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. On I love it. For children. Children. Oh, yeah. I was a hard no literally like six months ago. Okay. Yeah. I've always been like a hard no. I was like, nope, not for me. I, I like them, but it's bye. Scary. Yeah. And, and, and now I'm just like in this, like, I don't know, undecided, I don't know but I yeah. still feel like that every time, every time I hang with somebody who has a kid, I'm like, yeah, oh my God, no, I literally did this with a dog. I was like, should we get a dog? And then we babysat a dog for a week. And I was like, we are not doing that. That was me. I did that for one year. I started dog sitting all my friends' dogs just to get an idea. Cause everybody was like, maybe you should start with the dog. It gave me so much anxiety. That I was like, oh, I can't even do this. I don't know how I'm going to, you know, take care of a kid. But I'm still like, I'm open to the idea and understanding of it. 
But I also, again, prepare for the worst case, worst case in air quotes. I don't see why that's a worst case, but for some people it, it is. is somewhat of a worst case. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just feel like people have kids who are shitheads and all the time. That's a worst case to me. That's a full worst case. Because now you have to ready. give them all your shit and they were a dick. So, and this poor dick child is just, yeah, dead. exactly. I'm like, <laughs> fucking now they're a big dick. Um, but it's like, I feel like you just don't know. We don't know what we can rely on or who. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if we find those people that we really trust and like are kind of going on that same trajectory with, it's what you said. Society's coming to a point where we're like, there is no formula because the formulas from the past have clearly are not working. The world is fucking crashing around us. Yeah. Like and- gun laws need to change. Guns have changed. Gun laws need to change. It's the same shit. Fucking idea of having a baby or what marriage is, what relationships are, are changed. So family structures can change just by that. Everything can evolve. And, uh, and so it's, it is like a, do you think you could do this? Um, I I think I could, if I found the person who would do it with me, I think it'd be hard because you'd have, I have a huge family and I, I think like, is it worth, I don't know. So there's, I mean, maybe it could be a platonic, platonic relationship, air quote, with your sister. Yeah, with the guy. Yeah, true. Or even with like a sister, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would, I could do it. I, I don't know if, um, like when you go home, like already my career is always like, has always been like, I bring on this like giant luggage to, to family things. And I'm always like, anxious because I'm the, like the black sheep of course like we all know we all are like you just you just feel like it's plastered on your face it's like you're known for it that is your personality people peg you want to put you in this box and already that's happened in a career aspect and in a very personal aspect if I'm being pegged in a box like which is why I have the time I don't like to talk about my relationship with my family I don't talk about like you don't talk about your sexuality with family members like it's just, I just like, let me live my life. And like, you don't need to know all the details. Like that's kind of how I was my whole college and post in twenties too. So I think if I brought in this thing, like, oh, I want to do this with my friend. I think some people would be like, this is a great idea. Like, I think a lot of the moms would be like, shit, it's fucking brilliant because they have a lot of close female friendships, but they don't, not necessarily their husband relationships because of that generation is always quite patriarchal mm-hmm. that they are always like for example like some of my cousins are always like my, my dad is very um like my mom is like queen bee in the house and my dad is very it. accommodating and like just she he's um he's a temper too not that he's like perfect or anything but he's yeah, like yeah. he can get pushed around with her too but which is not the case for some of my like older aunts and stuff with their husbands who are very alpha male mm-hmm. and so they're like you're lucky to like my mom like you got someone who's like kind of a beta like like yeah 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 makes, he like matches with you and my mom's like it's not perfect <laughs> this sucks too in some ways yeah I think there's this like they have this idea of what they're already questioning it at this age at 60s or whatever questioning like um mar- like what it means to have a partner and now they're stuck with it for like 40 years and their finances their flies everything is so wrapped up that divorce is like impossible and and you can see probably like some of it somewhere. Some of them do work, but they also, I do see like 
them maybe thinking this could be a cool idea, but I also still see them going, no, we want you to marry a Telugu guy, like <laughs> guy specifically, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, that, that kind of um, pre-existing judgment would be hard for me. But I think in a beautiful world, that ideally that would be nice. I, there's, that's what I'm saying. I think even just like questioning babies is already like freaking everyone out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like that's the first step of like me breaking. I don't even believe in marriage. So I don't even believe in it either as much. Like I don't, I don't think it always works out. I think it's okay to let things like go. My thing is just, I don't, I don't believe in the the ritual of it. And I'm always like, man, I'm fine with like one person. I'm committed to you. Why do I need to do this? Like big fucking ceremony and shit. And like, I'm like, just give me the money and I'll put it towards a house or something. Like literally, I literally, I just wanted to go and like, do the tiny little wedding to profess love in front of family. And that was like my thing. I was like, it's nice to celebrate what we've created on a day. I don't really understand the paperwork. I don't understand like the puja and the things. And I was like, this is a really lovely, but it, 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 what does it mean? Like we're yeah. just, it's, we're still two humans. Life can come in the way. Someone could like die cancer. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is, like cheating, relationship breaks, Anything. whatever it is could happen. Yeah, I agree. I'm completely agree. I think there's like a definition of marriage and then what you what it means for you. Yeah. And these these girls who kind of uh, maybe coined this term or maybe it's been around for a long time. um, This is a growing trend for sure that this is happening. And they were saying that a lot of people are judging them. And I can even see young people judging them like, oh, "Oh my God, like, what do you mean? You're two girls who just think that you're going to end up together. And I'm like, Man, life is so hard so to go hard. through alone. So hard. Yeah. And I just think that there's a feeling of um that was one thing I will admit like as much as I'm content being alone. Mm-hmm. Uh after I got in a relationship with somebody I love and trust, there is a okay. an ease of the burden. I don't feel as scared as I used yeah. to if yeah. shit hit the fan. Yeah. Um not like he and I are sharing a bank account or anything like that because we're not married, but but I still just feel like, okay. And I could see that, like when you just even have a best friend that you're going through life with, and that you're like, that. yeah, that you're like, I got you. Yeah. And that just knowing that somebody else has your back yeah, and that you could maybe grow with and still have all these things that society tells us we need a house, a kids or whatever, whatever it is, yeah. but not with this, the love of yeah. your life, because yeah. what if you or just even don't find him? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are, that's why I feel like a lot of our generation is also sticking to, or not sticking to, but reverting back to getting arranged marriages or getting set up by their family members because they realize life. And that's a lot of what parents always say. It's like, just find someone. So you don't feel alone. You're not mm-hmm. alone. And I think there is something very poignant about that statement from them. I don't think it's actually very antiquated at all. I think it makes sense because they've lived through it and they're like realize that it's nice to have human, regardless of how difficult it is. But but it should should be a decent human. Like Oh yeah, still a decent human. You know, don't marry a shit bag. Yeah. Or or just like some I mean, some people's some personalities people. just don't fucking gel no, and that's no. gonna, yeah. that makes your Absolutely. life even worse. Yeah. I, that, and then I'm like, okay, you can arrange, but like, don't just pull some random human out of the woodwork and be like, yep. he's been single for 20 years. Let's marry him. Like, mm, yeah. red flag, yeah. red flag, red flag. 
<laughs> so I do, I, yeah, I do think that there's, people are always looking for some kind of companionship. I think that's the end of, the, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a girl or a boy or whatever it is, platonic or not. I think it's, it's love. I think that's lovely that they're, they've decided that and they're trying to, they're breaking it like all these traditions for everyone else around it. Like, that's nice. It's like you're paving the way in some way. I think it's so cool. And I think I, I like I keep saying, I'm so curious how it's going to be when we're old, you know, like what will the world be like? What will interpersonal relationships be like? Because I can really see a world where this is normal. Yeah. Would you would you do it? I would if I found the right person, the right friend. I, But I also don't think I would need to live with somebody. Like I could see me doing this with my best friends back home and just like, but having like my own apartment or something like that. But like we buy a, a house together or invest in something together or, you know, get a kid. And like, I could see that if I, you know, if it was, what I want, like if, if a kid, for example, is what I wanted, then I would have considered it. But like, yeah, I, I think I could see that. I definitely see myself like if I'm, if I'm single at that point, like my best friends being my people and, and vice versa, me being there for them. I, I could totally see that. For sure. I think there's also, do, do I feel maybe you feel this way? Cause I think I'm a girl's girl. I like have a ton of girlfriends. Yep. I think partly that's why I see this as like a possibility is because I can rely on so many platonic relationships in my life. Yep. That's a big part of it too. Cause I don't have a ton of guy friends. I, I have two, two of my, two of my best friends are guys uh, and one is straight and one is not. <laughs> and and uh, you and I are the same person. I love same it. Person. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and, but, and like my, you know, my, uh, straight best friend, nothing's ever happened. That's like my homie for life. I could totally, I mean, I gave him money over the, the pandemic. I was like, Hey, here's some money. Can you invest it for me? And like, cause he's in that world. I've never asked for it back. I'm like, I don't know. And tell me when it's ready. Like that. And, and you know, that's that there are people I totally wholly trust, um, to, to do some of those things with, but I just do think like when it's girls, it's just a yeah, different level different. of, Intimacy, it's just different. Love. Yeah. Everything. There's yeah. never any chance, you know, no, ever you're like, especially when it's like your straight girlfriends, you're like, all right, there's no, no chance show. of anybody there's catching feelings at any yeah. point along this way. Yeah. Feelings, things, musings, <laughs> nothing happens. Totally. <laughs> Which is a big one. I was like, I have, I have a hard, as a taken person, I have a really hard time being friends with single guys because they like, one, they don't see a future. So they're just immediately like, I'm out. And I'm like, I could be a friend. And they're like, no, this is not worth it. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna just guys are the worst with that they're though. The they they worst. just don't know how to be friends. Talk, like yeah, it's hard because I've always noticed, I mean, I just got in a relationship more recently and I've noticed people change. Immediately, right? What? I mean, we were friends for like eight years before eight that. Years. I was like, huh? like who? What? You taking guys? Fantastic. Yes. Lovely Completely. human. Like suddenly there, there's like a weight for them that's like lifted. So they're like, oh, I can be a human again. Yeah. So weird. People are so transactional sometimes. And it's like, dude, why can't we just be, just be? Yeah. Which is why I think girlfriends. 
Yes, long-term platonic long-term relationships. I completely agree. This is a great idea. If shit doesn't work out with this, I'm gonna find that. <laughs> I think that's what I would have like. I literally told myself, "It's like if this doesn't work out, I'll go like live in India, like take my friend and be like, I'm living. I'll be like, you adopt me. I don't give a fuck. Like if you have your husband, baby, I'll just live with you. I will take care of you guys. I'll help you. I'll do all the things. I'll just like." I always say that now. I'm like, do we want to like take in a single person in our relationship? Like, why don't we just like make this like a little trio? Yeah. It's fun. It's nice to have like a, another perspective. There are so many combinations of everything. I, when I first moved to LA, I moved in with one of my, cause I didn't have like a home. Um, and so I, for two weeks originally came and I was staying with my, she's like a big sister, her, her, her husband, and they had a four and a half month old. So I was supposed to stay for two weeks. It turned into a year because they were like, Hey, like, we really love having you around. And like their baby loved me. And so they were, and I wasn't good, you know, before that kid, I didn't even touch a baby, but this kid like kind of warmed my heart. And I was like, Oh my God, he's the best. And and so I ended up living with them for a year and it, it was this like really sweet. And, you know, she's been my big sister since I was, you know, family friend who's like a big sister. And I, I uh, and her husband's like a big brother. And it was like this great where relationship where their kid would turn to mom and dad for approval and then turn oh. to me like, oh, my God. That OK, so yes. You OK? Hashimasi, is that OK? Yep. OK. And then I was like. And so you saw this like new dynamic. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I just feel like any combination is possible. It totally is. You have nannies and grandmas and like uncles and aunts living with you. Why can't you have a friend that's just like always there and is now part of your family unit and is somewhat of a parent figure to you? And especially if it like benefits both too, right? Yeah. Like if suppose somebody like needs a place and you yeah. want to like share your rent uh, whatever yes. it is yeah. like we there are practical reasons that this could for also sure. work and with the right people yeah and like for example with the kid um my cousin she lived with us for five years when in when i was in india and she was 20 22 to yeah 22 to 25 ish 21 to 25 wow fuck, I'm so young. um and i was like 10 and 12 10 to 12 she lived with us and basically like, I didn't like realize how much of, like, I had a very close relationship with her. So I'd like rely on, she was just like sleeping in my bed with me. Like she was like my sleeping buddy. Like I'd wait for her to go to bed. You know, like we had this close relationship and I always called her Akka, but then at the same time, she was so much older. She's like 14 years older than me. So she was a mom figure in some way. And then we had our nanny and then my mom and my dad. So there was like four very like prominent adults in my life. But I remember my mom like couldn't reach me in certain ways or my dad couldn't mm-hmm. reach me in certain ways. Mm-hmm. She would be able to. Yes. My bro- my dad could like boss my bro- my brother around, but we would, he's not there. My mom couldn't do it. So she would be like, you need to do your homework. Get inside. Like yell. So it's like, it's this, this dynamic that we got used to having like almost like a four people as our parents. And each of them had a very specific relationship with. And it kind of worked to like create whole humans. That's really beautiful. I mean, I do think that that's what this kind of a formula is, you know, that that one, there is no formula, but that the, you know, this configuration. Yeah. um, 
and families are our friends here. I mean, friends are our families here in this country, at least. Mm -hmm. So true. I love that. My gosh. Well, Shalini, thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. This This was such a fun conversation. I'm so glad we finally met. I know. And now we we, got to grab drinks or something outside of Zoom. Yes, please. Um, no, super fan. Um, you are awesome. I feel like, oh my God, you and I have so much in common. Um, we are going to talk and, uh, uh, tell everybody how they can find you and all your awesome work. Yeah. Um, my Instagram is Shalini underscore Bethina. I have a website, Shalini And I, I, I forgot, I do have a TikTok now that I just hey. did it, started doing it like a month ago. Um, I think it's Shalini Bethina at Shalini Bethina. I'll find it. And then I will put all these links in the description of this episode. Um, And guys, make sure you follow Shalini and support all of her work. Um, Thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And friends, please make sure you follow us too. We're at Kinda Dating on social media. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha.Chandel on TikTok. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Please tell a friend and rate and review us, especially on Apple Podcasts, and send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.